Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm David Streepy. And you're listening to Talkin' Tofu, where a couple of vegans talk about what we ate. This week on the show, we'll talk tofu salad and shepherd's pie and try the new pizza bites from Morningstar Farms. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Let's do it. All right. Y'all, our late night snacking game has gotten really serious lately. We have been staying up late to watch comedy shows on the TV, and that has meant a lot of snacks. Comedy shows is a very Hallmark card way to, to say it. We've been staying up late watching our favorite comedies on television. We watch our television program. We watch our stories. On the TV we, box. We sit in our easy chairs and we watch our stories with our bowls of potato chips. I but, like to cast a wide net because we watch so many shows. Right, but we also watch dramas. We that's also watch true. dramedies. That's true. And my net, although wide, was not yeah. wide enough. We're not really watching like a ton of TV right now. We're doing a binge rewatch of Community with some friends who have not seen Community yet. And that's been a true blue delight. Oh, what a treat that show is. And But we're not really actively watching anything else. We're involved in a Sopranos rewatch with uh, some old friends of ours. But we are way behind on that. And they have shot way ahead. There's Um, seasons ahead of us. It's, It's embarrassing. Season. Season. Season ahead. So but far ahead. <laughs> there's a way to say it that that's acceptable, but we are on episode two and they are on the second season. So, uh, yeah, we kind of blew the we, Sopranos. I don't think we blew it. We just haven't gotten around to it. I think my surprise has been in this quarantined life, we are uh, busier than I was expecting us to be. I thought we would have more TV time and we have less. I blame Animal Crossing for that. People keep asking me if I've seen certain shows, and I'm like, you know, if I'm not watching it with Dave, I'm not watching it because anytime I'm doing solo screen time, I am checking turnip prices. Mm. Screen time, spoken like a true parent. It's true. (laughs) Never get as aware of your screen time as when you have a tiny person reminding you. But, I mean, we also have a lot of other stuff going on too like i'm working on timid futures at night and we're doing this at night and uh oh yeah you have your D game to, on thursday playing in a D campaign uh so like all the nights get snatched like snatched up pretty quickly and when you're coordinating like watchings with other people even if it's remotely like that's your tv for for the night too so you don't really have time to to catch up on your on your favorite comedies as somebody said. Your favorite comedy shows. On your favorite comedy shows, as somebody said. Get it right, Dave. 
Sorry. <laughs> so you've been playing Animal Crossing? Are you asking like because I'm don't... asking because I want to get into what specifically have been your, your hits and misses. Oh, sure. Gosh, mostly hits. Mostly hits on Animal Crossing. Not a fan of scorpions. I think they are too hard to catch. I'm okay. not ready. Every scorpion on my island gets me every single time. Okay. And that's a new development because scorpions were just introduced into the game in May. That's right. And we're recording this in early June. So scorpions are the, kind of new. Animal Crossing layman is why I'm trying to widen the scope of reference a little bit. That's good. We got to speak to the layman. That's right. So for the uninitiated Animal Crossing, I describe it as like the Sims, but cute. Oh, you're going way back. Well, widest scope for the layman. So there are forms of entertainment that are not television. (laughs) They're the videoed game. It's a videoed game where you're on a desert island. Yeah. Deserted. It's not a desert. It's a deserted island. And all your neighbors are animals. And you are tasked with making it a cute and happy and wonderful place to live. And I can think of nothing else I'd rather do. If that's your choice. Well, if that's your choice, right. that's what I choose is to make my island a cute, happy, and wonderful you place. You choose light. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can do whatever you, you want. You can choose with darkness it. if you wanted to. It's true. You can make a spooky island. Yeah. So that now that the scope has been widened, focusing in on specifically what you're up to now, because your island is a five-star island, which means that you've got all the bells and whistles and that you've built all the structures and you're, you're doing all the things right by the game's metric. But once you get there, I mean, the the game seems to be aimed at getting you to the point where you're just kind of like freewheeling within it and doing exactly what you want to do. So in that respect, what have you been working on? Oh, well, so you collect a lot of items and each the items are grouped along different themes. So on our island, I share the island with our child. We have a disco arcade on the beach with all kinds of different video games like ping pong. And we have a mahjong video game and some darts. Um, It's a mahjong like arcade stand up video game cabinet. Yep. It's pretty wild. Odd choice. And we have a rainbow dance floor with disco music playing at all times of day. And then we also have a space area, which I'm pretty jazzed about with a rocket. Two rockets now. Mm Mm-hmm. And a big old moon chair that lights up. It's pretty Mm -hmm. jazzy. Those Mm -hmm. are probably my highlights. I like to just go up to that space area and stand there and feel proud of myself. I thought you were going to talk about the big terraforming that you were undertaking as recently as this afternoon. Oh, yeah. But if you don't want to talk about that, that's fine. (laughs) That's that's too personal. It's in progress. I've been building a lot of cliffs, y'all. It's been taking up a lot of my time. Dave? Also, terraforming is a part of the game. Yep, sure is. Dave, let's talk about what we ate this week. Okay, I haven't been up to much, but that's okay. <laughs> let's just move on to what we ate. Dave, let's talk about your island. It's all good. What are you up to? I don't want to talk about it now. Okay, we'll let's talk about... <laughs> the other thing we did this week is eat food. So, tonight for dinner... Dave suggested that I make tofu salad sandwiches, and y'all, what a suggestion. It took 15 minutes to make dinner tonight, which was such a delight, and also I doubled my recipe so that we are going to be eating tofu salad sandwiches for lunches for the rest of the week, which is great because I have been scrambling at lunchtime whenever we don't have leftovers around. Yeah, it was good stuff. I think your tofu salad is a streepy hit. 
in the family, and but it's been a minute, and I think you added some of the salt to it this time around to give it a little bit of oomph. Yes, I added the black salt. I usually just do table salt or soy sauce in my tofu salad, but we actually have some black salt in the pantry now, so I put that in there, and it really did next level it. I bought that black salt on the internet a long time ago, and it took a long time to get here, and then we never used it. And uh, it's just kind of like this ancient trove at this point in our spice cabinet, sitting in the back waiting for the right use. So I'm glad we found it. So it turns out, though, that black salt doesn't seem to go stale as long as you store it well. Does salt go stale? No, it does not seem to go stale. Like dried spices will go stale and start to lose their flavor. But this black salt still tastes great. Right. But I just mean salt in general, I never thought of as something that goes stale. Well, salt doesn't have like a flavor, but black salt has that sulfurous flavor to it. Salt tastes like salt. Becky. It's true. It, it has the salt flavor. It does. When have you it. say something tastes salty. Yeah. I think that's what you're referring to is the flavor that salt has. Yeah. So we keep the black salt in a glass jar in the pantry and we've had it for at least six months and it is still as good as the day we opened the, the package. I'd argue a year. I would not argue back about that. It could be a year. I was being conservative with that six month estimate. <laughs> so I had it on a po' boy roll, which was good. I had mine over chopped romaine, and I added my favorite hot sauce, which we talk about all the time. Sauce queen. Sauce queen. And the kid had it on a potato roll. Just a bun. A bun, yeah. I don't think that's a potato roll. It wasn't a potato roll. Wow. Look for the retraction in the show notes. Dark days when we can't get our potato rolls and we have to eat a sesame bun instead. I think those buns are better than potato rolls. What? The grease. What? Yeah. I said his name. Babe. (laughs) I'll take it out in post. I can't believe it. And the seeds make it healthier. Do the seeds make it healthier? They don't make it unhealthier. That's that's true. Fact. Actually, I'm surprised he wants to eat something with sesame seeds on it. He is emphatically anti-sesame seed most of the time. So I'm going to call that a win. Yeah. I'm doing something right. So the other thing that we had this week when I was craving some comfort food was a shepherd's pie. And I didn't want to waste any precious, well, waste. I didn't want to open any of our precious tofu. I'm trying not to use tofu unless I absolutely am craving it because it's hard to get still here in Atlanta anyway. And so I made lentil shepherd's pie, which I normally don't do. And I was a little concerned because the kid doesn't love lentils. And Dave, I feel like you're hot and cold with lentils, but everyone ate their shepherd's pie with not a complaint. Everyone seemed to enjoy it. It was a delight. Well, the it had mashed potatoes mm-hmm. going for it, which is always a win. It had the veggies, which I mean, these days they're kind of frozen veggies. So give or take. Yeah. Or, you know. Um, but I don't know that I'm hot and cold on lentils. I think if lentils are good, I like them. And if they're not good, I don't like them, which I think is a pretty fair food measure. Yeah, you know? that's just food. Yeah, I think you could run beans through that same filter and like <laughs> them or don't like them. You could run seasoning through that same filter. So, I mean, it was a very good shepherd's pie, and I should say that the shepherd's pie is another streepy staple. Oh, yeah. We do shepherd's pie. Normally, it's a cold weather yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's not a summertime dish. I just really needed something like that in my belly that day. Well, you've, you've been kind of southern hemisphere this summer 
with your suggestions. Like you keep pushing chili and who wants to eat chili in May I or do. June? I know because you keep pushing it. But <laughs> it is not it's not a go to like I don't know. It you could I'm I'm stuttering because you could extrapolate that and say, well soup's not a summer food, but I don't feel that. I feel like soup can be a summer food. But chili is a very hearty soup. That'd be like stew. Stew's not a a summer food. I think like maybe summer and heavy food is where like where I'm drawing the line at like you want to eat light and crispy in the summer and you want your food to not necessarily be cold, but you want it to be light but still filling, you know? It's true. I've just been craving really heavy comfort food lately. I You think it's because we're holed up? Maybe because we're, we're all squirreled up. away. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. Like a family of squirrels. We're this family of squirrels and my body's like stocking up for the winter. Yep. Yep. So the shepherd's pie is your pile of nuts. What surprised me about it was the next day I said something about the lentils and you said there were lentils in there. I did say that. I was surprised that there were lentils in there. But that that's not like you put like vitamins in my <laughs> or vegetables in my milkshake. It's true. Or I, but something. The, I didn't even try to sneak the lentils in. They were right. just in there. Yeah. But it, it that surprised me. I feel like that was a win, especially it, because maybe I was wrong about my assessment of you and lentils, but some other people that I know are very anti-lentil, so maybe it's something that would work for them. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe stewing them with those veggies and the broth. and See, then you're, you're talking about stews again in I know. the summertime. It's true. What's going on with me, y'all? Am you're I squirreling. pregnant again? Oh. I'm not pregnant again. You're squirreling. You're nesting. I am squirreling. You're looking around the nest at the pile of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I am. You're filling the cheeks. It is, I am. Like a squirrel would. My cheeks are all puffed out, full yeah. of checkpoints shepherd's pie when i said those were lentils i was surprised because i thought they were beans and i don't think that there's any real conclusion to be made from that statement like i made lentils so good that dave thought they were beans oh so you did detect that there was a bean in there i knew that wasn't tofu okay well i was like shocked that's what shocked me i was like but but it was pretty obvious to me but i guess maybe because you made it your hand put it in there that's true my hand did put him in there. So Morningstar pizza bites. Yep. <laughs> so should we dive in? <laughs> yeah, that's where I was headed. So I'm sure y'all are ready to hear about these pizza bites. Dave and I mentioned them when he was on my Friday tea break episode and people lit up about pizza bites because I'm sure that other children of the 80s remember pizza rolls and miss them. like And, and bagel bites. And bagel bites. Tiny pieces of pizza that you can make anytime you want them. And there was, gosh, I forgot the name of it, but there's this terrible snack that was uh, crackers, like Captain's Wafers, and then the little uh, bucket of cheese. This was all one plastic thing. Oh my gosh, what and were they called? it was a little red... Uh, it was like snackables or something like that. Yes, and it had the little red plastic little rectangle red, right. to spread the cheese. Yep. Yeah, and those were so, so gross, but that, so good. They had a cheddar one with Captain's Wafers. They had a peanut butter one, and that peanut butter was like a rock. Like It was very, very hard to, to cut into with the little um, red stick. But that, I feel like there was a pizza one of those, too. Like a pizza cheese or like right. a jack cheese or something like that. But it was 80s, 90s. There was... 
they crammed pizza into every form and every snack imaginable. And some of them worked. Most of them didn't. I think the bagel bites worked. I think the pizza rolls worked. They stood the test of time. They're still around now. Are bagel bites still around now? I assume. I don't know. I'm going to look it up while you talk. Do people still make English muffin pizzas? Do people still make large size bagel, like regular size bagel pizzas? People definitely still make English muffin pizzas because they talk about it in my recipe group sometimes. Okay. So that's a hot topic of conversation still. Bagel bites do still exist. Many flavors. Do they exist in the, you can buy 400 of them at Sam's Club because that was the only way I ever saw them available for purchase. The boxes I saw didn't look that big. Okay. I wonder if they're still any good. I wonder if they were good then. Probably they weren't. I don't know. I feel like we hit a real high point with preservatives and artificial flavoring where like we got it right and then we we flew too close to the sun with all that stuff and the food started tasting bad again. (laughs) I'm not endorsing any of it. Just trying to justify my 11-year-old taste. (laughs) I'm into it. I still have 11-year-old taste sometimes. Do you? Yeah. Well, I think me at 11, I think. Oh, goodness gracious. We were, well, we were just a weird family. We were like going out for Thai food and sushi at a point where people would like at my school, at elementary school, would make fun of me for eating that stuff. Right. So me at 11, I liked all that stuff, but I also loved a bagel bite. And I probably liked those pizza snackable things. Yeah. You know, going back to I what you said. I had a diverse palate is my point. What, what, <laughs> what you said at the top of the episode about how our late night snack game has been on point. I feel like we need to clarify that a little bit. Because... I don't think I said on point. Uh, okay. What did you say? I think I implied that it had been happening a lot. Yeah. Our late and... night snack game has been frequent. Well, and that's what I think uh, I wanted to clarify was yesterday we stayed up kind of late watching TV and we had Triscuits and hummus. Like, we have been actively <laughs> trying to have, like, sensible snacks late at night. It's true. Because... We've been trying to save the junky snacks for the weekend. Right. When to... you And when you go jack- junky, I feel like, personally, and maybe both of us, like, at after a point we're needing a detox day or time to come down. Like, you, you can't just keep it up. Yeah, you got to let all that salt leave your body. <laughs> and, and especially in this situation, this reality where like your days are the same day in and day out in a lot of ways. Like there's a way to really get deep set in your habits to where it is junky all of the time, you know, or you are treating you're like you want to treat yourself a little more often because things are so strange in the world right now. But you get into kind of a rhythm of treating yourself and sometimes the treat feels like less of a treat. Or if you're in the case of me, uh, you just have a stomachache all the time because you eat junk food late at night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It does kind of make it feel... And it kind of marks the weekend too. Like, okay, now we're cutting loose. We're cutting loose. We're cutting loose with pizza bites. Pizza bites. bites. (laughs) So Morningstar pizza bites. Yeah, let's get back on it. Yeah. We're a house divided. Why? Because, well... This is how I'm finding out. As far as the pepperoni ones go... Dave really liked them, right? You were a fan. I was a fan. I felt like I thought the filling on those was good, but I felt like they were too bready. I felt like I couldn't taste enough pepperoni and cheese and sauce, and I tasted too much bread. Mm. But that's that speaks to our pizza tastes. That's, that's true. not a indictment of the bite. It's true. If you don't mind a lot of bread, I just I 
consider bread to be like the vehicle for flavor and I and I want the flavor to be the thing and then the bread to be kind of like a side note and these pizza bites were the reverse of that I feel like I'm a crust king I I live for the crust I love the pizza itself but that crust is the exclamation point at the end of the sentence and I like to get there and celebrate it but I think maybe we should take a step back from that I'm I'm widening scopes tonight you are in a lot of ways um and maybe describe the pizza bites. I think we're making a lot of assumptions that people know what a pizza bite is or That's what a Morningstar pizza bite is. That's true. So the Morningstar pizza bites, the, the filling is vegan mozzarella, a little bit of tomato sauce, and then either pepperoni or sausage. We have tried both, but I want to talk about them separately because for me, they were very different experiences. And we should say that this is part of the vegetizers line of Morningstar Farms snack Say that line. again, but in the mic the whole time. <laughs> I, I want to say this is the vegetizers line of Morningstar Farms food line. This is the heat, eat, and snack. Uh, I guess that's the some name that they're putting on all of their, their snackable foods. But yeah, it's about a thumb-sized bite. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big thumb. Maybe it's if two you have thumbs. A, or one large thumb. Or one very large thumb. Or two small thumbs. You know what? Maybe we can think of something else besides thumbs. It's like... I mean, maybe not. <laughs> like a large tater tot or two small tater tots. Yes. It's like an oversized tater tot size. The thumbs. No, I think this is great. We're going to... It's like the size of one large small thing or two small small things. If you held two quarters next to each other, that would be around <laughs> the length of it. Sure. Know, it's been a minute since I've seen a quarter. Yeah, this isn't going great. They're like a small two. They're, I would say they're like one to two bites worth of food, each one. And the center is the cheese, the vegan meat, and the sauce. The cheese is vegan too. They say vegan right on the front of the package. And then they're surrounded by, it's not like pizza dough though. It almost tastes like Italian. Se- well, I feel like maybe it's different, but they're surrounded by a dough and then it's crispy when you bake them or air fry them. I think that's tracking with pizza bites though. Like, with all pizza bites, I should say. Sorry. Oh, oh, I was going to say, they're larger than a nugget, but smaller than a tender. Yes, we got it. You got it. Yeah. Larger than a nugget, smaller than a tender. I think that's their jingle. I think we should write to them. No. 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 I think we got it. If someone wants to create that jingle and send it to us, we'll play it on the Vegetizer, next The Vegetizer's wing of, of Morningstar Farms, we're here. And we've got it. And I've written it in my head, the jingle. So reach out. You can play it on that new ukulele. I did get a ukulele. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Hipster dad. It's pretty Hipster great. Hipster dad firing on all cylinders. I love it. Just walking around the house playing a ukulele. It is a delight. So I liked the pepperoni Morningstar Farms vegetizer pizza bite because it was bready, because it wasn't too saucy, because it was the right balance of cheesy and pepperoni. And I didn't love it, but I liked it. I wouldn't eat a whole pizza that tasted like that, but that's true of any pizza bite. That's even true of a bagel bite. You wouldn't eat a bagel bite that was like a pizza slice that tasted like a bagel bite. That's too much. You know what? When we talked to Lee about this, our friend Lisa Lucy is one of the direct is the director of Atlanta Veg Fest, and she interviewed us for a summer series that they're doing. And we talked about these pizza bites a little bit with her, and she said 
it's kind of begging for a sauce, like a dipping sauce. And I think she's so right. If you're not into the bread being the dominant thing, I think having a little tomato sauce to dip would be the thing that puts these over the top. Maybe if you're a sauce queen. If you're a sauce queen. Yeah. Which I am. Yeah. If you're a bread king, crust king, maybe not. So we also, this week, that was last week that we got the pepperoni ones, but this week we got the sausage ones. Yeah. Because for science. And tonight, just before recording, we each ate one because we are so very stuffed from those tofu salads that we did not have room for a whole bunch of pizza bites, but we did it for you. We did it for y'all. Yeah, but I feel like it's a tainted experiment, too, because I think a big part of the snacking experience is eating multiples of them and reconciling the delight of that first bite with the regret of the last bite. Oh, yeah. But And so we we didn't do that. So for science, but it wasn't entirely empirical. And our theory was a little bit flawed, but we still wanted to try it just so we could balance it, that taste against what the pepperoni was. I felt like it was too much going on. The sausage one was too much going on. I wasn't crazy about it. I liked the breadiness of it, but <laughs> I'm what? sorry. I'm laughing because I you loved, loved it. it. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> I thought it was so flavorful. I thought the sausage really shone through the breading. I also felt like I could taste the cheese more, which was mm. weird. I couldn't really detect the sauce, but I also felt like the pepperoni one, even though it had cheese and sauce inside, it felt a little dry to me just because of all the bread. But the sausage one, I didn't feel that way. Hmm. So I guess we're a house divided on that one. Truly, um, I felt like it was maybe so balanced that nothing stood out. Like I taste, I for a second I thought I tasted. Was it the sausage? Was it the crust? Was it? I didn't taste the cheese at all. I didn't think the cheese was there. I didn't taste the the sauce at all. Yeah, it was I, just I couldn't really, really like, detect the sauce either. I didn't think it was very flavorful. I thought it was all of the stuff and none of the stuff. And so I guess for me, it kind of shakes out to what do, you, what do you want in a pizza bite? Do you want something that's like so balanced that nothing about it is remarkable? Or do you want something that like a pepperoni pizza? I'm going to like extrapolate. Are you going to widen the scope? I'm not going to widen the scope. I'm going <laughs> to extrapolate the the... Expectation for a pizza bite to say what's your expect what would your expectation be for a sausage pizza or for a pepperoni pizza and then establish that and then drill down to does the pizza bite match what you're expecting out of the pizza out of that slice of pizza okay let's so do this for the pepperoni pizza I want to taste the pepperoni I want that little little snap for the pepperoni I want a cheesy bite as well. But like pepperoni and cheesy bite and I want to taste that crust and I want to get to that crust and let that be the exclamation point at the end of the sentence. Similarly with sausage, I want to taste the snap of that sausage and I want to enjoy the cheese and I want the crust. I guess that's what I want out of pizza. Right. I got that out of the pepperoni bite. I didn't get that out of the, the, the sausage one felt like a meatball, a breaded meatball with like a lot of stuff in it. I think what you're describing is exactly what I liked about it. It felt like a breaded meatball. I felt like the sausage flavor was really good. It was a little bit spicy, but not overpowering. And yeah, I do think it was mostly about the sausage and then just a small amount of breading. Mm -hmm. I thought it was so delightful. Yeah. So that makes a good snack, but doesn't make a good pizza bite. If you're going, if you're at the store and you're saying, I want pizza bites. What's the better pizza bite? I'm going to confess something to you right now. Growing up, 
didn't eat a lot of pizza bites. Uh-huh. It was one of those food products my parents would not keep in the house. Right. It was a certain friend's slumber party's only treat. Yep. And so I don't have an expectation for a pizza bite, maybe like a nostalgic expectation that you might have. But I will say that as a snack, mm-hmm. I thought the sausage one was delicious and the pepperoni one was too bready. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a fair point. But that's saying the sausage pizza bite is a good snack. Not the sausage pizza bite is a good pizza bite. Oh. Well, yeah, I guess that does depend. So that's going to just really depend on everyone's personal preference. Right. But then we're putting it into this kind of neutral category of just like good snacks, which is great. Like that's a great place for it to be. And I don't think we're equipped enough to really drill down and say like the nuance of a pizza bite and which one succeeds or fails at a pizza bite. But we sure did have a whole podcast episode about it. So I guess we're going out on a limb. We're doing our best. But I think like if you're if you're measuring pizza bites on what your expectations for a pizza bite are, I feel like the pepperoni matches that a little bit more than the sausage bite. The sausage bite is a little bit more rounded and it's it's an experience that's not necessarily a traditional pizza bite experience. And that's cool. That's a great flavor. And you should definitely try that flavor. But if you're, my opinion, if you're looking for that reliable pizza bite experience, the pepperoni one's going to deliver it more than the sausage one. So try them both because they're both pretty good. Well, they're not cheap. Yeah, they're not cheap. That's true. <laughs> Go with your gut. So, when, when you're sna- as with all snack decisions, spend a lot of time up front talking, thinking about what you're going for are you going for a good snack experience (laughs) or a good specific type of food experience and then make your decision accordingly sure i don't think you can lose make a pros and cons list do you think you can lose no they're both winners just make sure you have a dipping sauce for those pepperoni ones if if you go that direction if you're a sauce queen and that's morningstar pizza bites vegetizers the vegetizers Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps new listeners find us, and we just love seeing those five-star reviews. Is there a new vegan product that you'd like us to review? Tell us about it. Email us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's Tofu without the G. Tofu is a production of Glue and Glitter and Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.